type of person okay. he is, right? Yeah. He's just he's just a miserable. Yeah. Did she say right back? I do too. Well, I told her I said you should. <laughs> she tell should, him, right? Could you do it before I come back so I don't have to deal with you? <laughs> could you do it right when we leave so it'll all be taken care of by the yeah. time we get back? Because I can't get these these tickets are non-refundable. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> she just she just told him to grow up. <laughs> and he, she goes, I don't care what you say, I'm going. <laughs> so. I need a drink. Come on. But he's shimmy my ass up. Uh, what do you got, Brutal? Oh, oh not not with shit. I should have brought some. Oh, it's too. Say it, say it. Too hot for bourbon. Too hot. I thought you were gonna say it's too early. Oh no, it's fine. Here, somewhere. I don't care. It's pretty. Carrie's a little skinny guy. Yeah, that's true. Why has it got a fuzzy butt on it? That's so a, uh, a dead cat. Keeps the wind off it. Is that the mic? Yeah. So it's uh, check this out. That wasn't cheap. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's got a magnet. So this thing is fucking. So you take Golden. your nipples and put it on. Oh the, yeah. Like, just put it right on Snoopy's ear. And yeah. Like I'll just hold it. I think I'll just put it. Should I hold it? I don't know. I think you put it on your shirt. Or yeah, it'll pick everybody up, won't it? We'll just go. Hey Tim, how's it going? Here, talk right here, Brian. Talk right there. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, a little more milk. Breast breastfeeding's okay now in public. Breast is best. I saw yeah. I saw more than one nipple Boobs on TikTok in the last couple of weeks. Women just like. Have you really? They're just like. And it's this delayed. They got the they got the kid's head in their hand like this, and they're like, "Those are just exhibitions." Is it on purpose? Oh God, yeah, because okay. they're looking straight at the camera. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to buy baby formula. You got room? You okay? All right. Mother bear, babe, babe, you want to hit the record button for us? Make it go live. You want to go? You think we can go live? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Let's see if we can do it. We can be real. Yeah, he's like, can you help me? I'm like, sure, show me out. I'm going to hit record my on face. The road. <laughs> I need you to do this on my computer. I got like 4,000 internet tabs open. On five so true. Browsers. I think the one, I closed, my I computer closed live, accidentally. Right and I went to reopen Oops, all I don't want to go live together. And I had, I most recently closed, I had five I'd different like browsers. Yeah, and browsers and each one averaged 20 yeah. plus tabs. And I'm like, okay, yeah. that's over a hundred <laughs> things I had open okay, going on in my fucking brain. Yeah. Hey, Corey, I, find this I find one. It's not as bad as like 37 tabs open on my phone browser Oh, your phone? I mean, and it's like, yeah, I can bookmark it, but somehow when I bookmark it, I still forget it exists, so I leave the tabs open. So here's what I started doing. Josh, Josh told me this one. Smile. Oh, we didn't get it. You need two. That'll work. You need two members to make a private or a group on Telegram. So you put yourself and the tip bot or any bot, and then start the group and then kick kick them out once it's open, and then you just put you send yourself all your shit. You got it on mobile. Yeah. Desktop, and back like and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah. I used to so Bluetooth. Yeah, I used to Bluetooth <laughs> my. Um, I would do yeah. my thumbnails yeah. really on my weird. phone because I have an app to and do it, the and then I would Bluetooth them to my computer because that's where I would set up Streamyard. Mm-hmm. Well, it is, but Bluetooth is not bad. It takes a little bit. I was like, well, shit, I made them, and I just send it in Telegram now. And now when I download it on my computer, I can rename it to the episode. It used to when it would Bluetooth, it auto named it the file, and it was some ungodly string. And then when I would go to upload, I had to search for it and all that. Like no, I just name it the episode number. They're friendlier, mm-hmm. they're more accepting. And Man, then we moved to Provost. Like, because I got a hundred friends. And then after I post the episode, I just delete them out of the group. Women that mm-hmm. have to have Shit. the laugh. Thanks, Josh. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. And they all have the. Your daughter would love. What are you doing? Yeah, like they all have. Just the making sure I got a signal. Fuck you, Brian. And the horse you rode in on. And if you don't fit into their perfect little. What's wrong with my truck? Nothing. Then you're you're not included. Now I got no signal. What'd I do? I like it. I didn't say nothing about your truck. I bet Becky uh, could give you a hot spot on her phone. Yeah, she's probably got a good. Oh, there we go. We got a signal now. Either way, StreamYard will record it. So. You didn't try to make friends when we were there. I like our network that we have here. Yeah. Because, like, I know we're all like minded, <laughs> but the people in Provost, they're like. She's well trained, isn't she? Like, She's awesome. It, it, I it love her. So... She's got the talking points down and everything. <laughs> no, no, it, we're not making fun. It's true. No, 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 no. It's true. Yeah. If you, met, if you met the people in Provost, they, they are so. 
Like, we've been there for 10 years, and, like, you have, like, acquaintances, but you don't have friends, right? Because, mm -hmm. like, if you don't make above a certain income, or if you don't drive a certain vehicle, you don't have a certain size of house, or if you're a woman and you're not, and your whole closet's not full of, you know, thousands of dollars of Lululemon, it's like, you, you just don't fit in, right? Like, because it's oil town. Oh, okay. And, and yeah. a, a lot of these women are, they've never worked a day in their lives, because their husbands all make you know, mm -hmm. millions of dollars, and and then when you talk to them, like, they sit at home, and they're, and they're the ones that are, like, the professional bakers or photographers, and you're just like, <laughs> your baking sucks, and your pictures suck, you know what I mean? Like, it's and you don't, like, and you didn't sell any, but you didn't need to, so no, you can call yourself to, whatever you want. But they're always posting things online, like, uh, my pictures are the best, everybody says so, and you're just like, no, they're not, like, <laughs> they I say so. How many bars do you have, honey? Uh... One. one, yeah, I can't. Uh, no, there's, one, there's this one lady. She, her kids used to come to the daycare. Yep. She Carry it up to the top of the hill. So. Now I'm good. Like now I got SOS. So. No, she works at the hospital part time. She works like one day a week, but she records herself about how difficult her life is because her daughter has a cold, and then she'll like record herself praying and singing hymns and everything, and it's like you are. Oh, there is something wrong. You're, you got a problem, <laughs> lady. The wrong way, big, big time, right? Big time, yeah. Pay attention to me. She's coloring me something out of our adult coloring book. Okay. Says attention horror. That's it. Put it right above my pillow. So every night when I fall asleep, I remember I'm not doing this for attention. I'm just doing like, it for an end goal. Like, right. And I are, we're just like, we're looking at these people. Her name's Emma. And of course, her last name's There's quite a few people out so there doing it just like, to <laughs> look at me. Like, and if you're not getting views, yeah, that's it. not like, satisfying. Like, this is, and then, of course, and then. So let's do something have, like, more extreme or oh, more stupid. That's exactly it, right? Yeah. You're not willing to, to plug along with it to build the viewership. And yeah, build or they'll post something online like, I can't believe this is happening. Inbox me. Or if it's about the views, it's not about the right thing. I can guarantee you. Your probably on me, so. <laughs> <laughs> She's awesome. I love it. Like, I think no, we're going to get on. Like, we I think we're going to get live here. We'll see you in a second. Like, there we go. Allow. Enter studio. No, I don't. And then I get. I then you get. I don't have the energy for any drama. Like, no, we don't either. That's why with the daycare, I, anyone I hire, I'm like, listen, if you're going to bring drama. Just go out the other door because. Make sure I didn't drop it up the hill. Oh, that would be, yeah, yeah. So we don't need it from our employees. We're not live yet, so. All good. But then you get like the, some of the parents that are. We'll see what happens. On the mm -hmm. other end of the spectrum. Like, and you're just like, <laughs> Like, kids show up at the daycare busy minus for work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the rest of pants. this month is they booked, come to, booked, like, and I've got stuff on. I've got part of May already yeah. done. Well, we have, like, good. Did you find it? Okay, good. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I had it. Yeah. All right, well, here we go. Let's see what happens. Look like an idiot here for a second. Go live. Yeah, we have a shop right in the way. I think we're live. We are live. <laughs> Look like an old man. I think we're live. Are we? Are, is that a computer? Is that what, what's going on in there? How do they send that over a typewriter? I don't understand. All right, guys. So this is being recorded. I have no idea if you're out there. We're too far away from the damn camera to tell whether or not you're even commenting. The ladies are behind us. Maybe they can see it. Uh, our two beautiful better halves. Two of them. Angel isn't with us today. Yes. So we'll say hello to Angel for us. Hello yeah, yeah. All right. So hello, Angel. Hi, Angel. Yeah. <laughs> what a sweetheart. Yeah. She's got an angelic name, doesn't she? Oh, yeah. don't go down that road. She'll prove you wrong. Oh, I know. <laughs> She's not gonna watch you anyway. So no, that's true. She's just here for Carrie and his muscles. So that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So where are we? Anybody wanna? Uh, well, apparently it doesn't have a road name. It so. doesn't. Okay. So what do we call it? Workshop South. Sure. We have there not we come go. up with a name yet, mm -hmm. have we? Well, it could be Delinquent Central. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I do like that. Yeah. Um, what did yeah. you call? What are the little divots where the water runs? Ravine? Gully. Gullies. Gullies. We usually call those gullies. Delinquent Gully. Yeah. Delinquent I like, I like gully. Delinquent Gully. I like it. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think, huh? You, you should ride it on the cabin. Yes, I will. Yes, did you see the big cabin that Brian built? 
No. No, it's it's modular. I didn't have it buy the, it. Oh, I didn't Corey built it. Corey built yeah. it. Yeah, it's in the back seat of the truck. Cool. So it it doesn't it it I don't think it quite sleeps one yet, but it's close. So yeah. <laughs> See, bring it out, Brian, so we can show it. You know, but you have to like hang your legs out the door or something like that, or yes. Okay. Um, you could say, yeah. All right. All Le right. Legs out one side, hands out the other. Um, I wouldn't want to lay on it. It's 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 really it's tiny home. It takes tiny home tiny home living to the next level. Indeed. So it, it does. It Indeed. um, and the doors are painted on, so it's a fire hazard. But other than that, it's beautiful. <laughs> it I mean, beautiful. it's got a loft up top for the little people to live in, and uh, underground parking. And yeah. we uh, yep. and we killed a bear bear for They you. did. There's a bear skin, uh, a yeah. bear head on the top. You and, know what that's uh, from? No. A sock. Oh. Said you're okay. Well, yeah. tell her she'll have to. Yeah, it's recorded. We'll. Uh, it'll be uploaded okay, when we're. No, oh yeah. Tell her. Thank you very much. Okay. So, uh, should be. Yeah, it records locally. Yeah, yeah. So we're good. If it doesn't. If it gets out, it gets out. If it doesn't, we've got audio here. So. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's there's uh, yeah pockets ringing. Yes. So yeah, yeah. That's all right. That's a nice little cabin. Yeah. So that's the first technical property on here. We won't have to pay taxes on it because it's modular. You can pick it up, and move it, mobile. Exactly, so yes. yeah, yes. we didn't we didn't make a foundation. It doesn't have no, a foundation. no, no foundation at all. We are going to put pillars down to put it on afterwards. So mm -hmm. that'll be something. It's going to be interesting fitting the composter and toilet in there. I'd make a mess in it. I would. It wouldn't be good. It would. It would be a. It'd be a shitty situation. That is very true. See, Becky being all sensible. Here we are joking about sitting on it and ruining it. And she's like, let's lacquer it and make it a lifetime memory, you know, because, yeah. Well, that we was were thinking sweet. the first cabin you built, then you could just put it on a shelf in the well, cabin. Well, I was thinking, yes, but <laughs> apparently, you know, so. <laughs> we didn't make it weatherproof. No, that's, a, well, it's, I mean, it's made out of, you know. I don't know what what would that be like. Uh, I think it's not, like a balsa wood. Yeah, it's not quite a two by four. It's close. <laughs> Whatever. What's in it? You got two by four, one by six, and then you got popsicle. Hey, stick. is that like yeah. what the yeah. what the floor joists at Nicole's were made of? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they just close to it. they close would just end. It. They yeah. would end in places. Yeah. So what did we do here? What, 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 well, okay. Well, where where the hell are we anyway? You know the area better than I do. So yeah. So we're in kind of midwestern Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, not too far from Camden. Okay. And uh, I came out here to help you guys evaluate the property. And it, in general, it's always a good idea to have multiple sets of eyes on a project of this scope because we've got about 10 acres here to work with. Is that correct? Y yes. And okay. be careful, though, because you can get arrested for having multiple sets of eyes on your person. It can be, they think you're a serial killer. But anyway, keep going. Okay. Yeah. Fair yeah. Enough. I'll fair shut enough. up now. Uh, so I wanted to get out here so we could kind of figure out sort of the, the first big three steps um, with uh, how we're going to access everything being number one. So okay. We've, we've got this road. We know we can get to this road. Um, Any concerns about the road? Uh, it looks okay. Um, it could wash out in places like you can see right here. Like this, uh, this soil is a little different than what we have on the eastern end of the state. It's very sandy. Okay. Um, there's a lot of kind of chert rock in it. And so obviously with heavy rain, there's a bunch of road that went over there, a bunch of sand. Fair enough. Uh, but it's not too bad. Like I don't see ruts and, and things like that. So, uh, we would like to be able to get in here, you know, for the infrastructure at some point. So we're going to have to find our paths. We're going to have to figure out what's going to be the most sensible route to get materials in and out. <laughs> yep. Um, there's, and it, and the property, like it's, uh, I guess you'd say it's like sort of tiered, like as you go up the ridge, you kind of come up, you level off a little bit, you go up again, you hit a gully, we go up again, and then we get to the top. So we've got some logistical challenges, but nothing, <laughs> nothing insurmountable. Oh, no, it's I've not a on, cliff by any means. No, no, I mean, I've been on properties where, you know, people ask like, you know, what's too steep to walk up and down? And I'm like, well, if you feel like you need to scoop down on your butt, to me, that's too steep. Fair enough. If I feel like at five foot six, I'm too top heavy, I'm going to fall <laughs> forward, then yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll figure out our access. Um, we found some water. So yeah. Water access structure, one, two, three, every time we want to build out raw land. And uh, we did find what we are hopeful is a spring and or a, a seep of water coming up from the ground. Um, what, what's the difference between a spring and a seep? When I talk about a spring, we've usually found like the source of where the water is coming out of the ground. Okay. I have a feeling the spot that we were looking at where I stuck my head down in that hole, um, 
that that's more of a seep and that the actual spring is a little higher up. Okay. And that's just where it's coming out of the ground because um, the roots of that tree have kind of created this hollow spot. Yeah. And it's kind of kind of opened up. And that's where we're kind of finding it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's possible to kind of like carefully dig and kind of tunnel and follow that water line up and park a pipe in there and, and collect. Uh, ultimately, to me, it doesn't matter whether it's a seep or a spring. We just kind of want to observe it through the seasons. If that's still running in August, that's going to be really good. That's news. golden. Yeah. By the looks of it, what do you think? Hard to tell. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Because it is spring, and I mean, we have wet springs, so it still could be a lot of water filtering through the ground from the higher elevation. Um, so we just have to evaluate it again. And it is still wet up on top. So. Yeah. And we Who are you? Wet spots. Huh? What are you doing here? I'm just sleeping. Oh. Did they we, follow me in the woods. That's just, <laughs> this guy's into like hip camp and shit like that, so you know. Yeah. yeah so you, you were the first one to. Well, technically, Dawn was the first Dawn one to came. come down here, yep. and then you you came down. When did you come? Was when were you here? Last last week, I think. Last middle of last week, you dropped us a pin. Um, <laughs> I did my so best. He dropped me a pin right here at the property. Well, the property is at the end of the easement. The easement's probably a quarter mile, I would say. Okay. Um, and when I, I mapped it, it actually took me to the road on the other side of all the properties. So there was no easement. It doesn't go through. There's like somebody's property is at the end of this road and it, we were on the back side of their property mm -hmm. and there's no cell phone signal for, um, Verizon around here. So I couldn't figure out where I was cause I can get a map to pull up. And so we went home. And I said, hey, Tim, uh, you got the property map? And he sent it. And I found the road that's on the other side, dropped a pin at the entrance of the easement. Yes. And that was way easier. And that's the pin you sent me, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that made it. Because, I mean, this is as straight a run, not for you, but for us coming from Camden, it is an absolute dead straight run, right. pretty much. And we're coming from, so Camden's north of here. We're staying actually south of here. And it's all windy kind of county road, state road, two lane, um, 45 mile an hour zones the whole way, pretty like much. Driving back to Nicole's place, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. So, so we came over, I came over the next day with Corey. We kind of peeked around and then I came over by myself and walked we had the dogs with us the first yes. time we came okay and we didn't know Aww. we didn't know how open it was yep. and we didn't know if we were going to be able to walk them and when we saw this i'm not taking my saint bernards through that their hair would be so full of everything and so we went home i came back by myself and threw the gopro on my chest yes you did and walked from here to the top and then found all the corner stakes and kane kind of did like about was like 45 minute video yeah it was it was yeah. massive and uh yeah, it took forever to download and upload and download and upload and process. And yeah, yeah. He, he was so excited to get the video. I told him before I actually started working on it. And I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. It's going to be like three hours to process. And then it's going to be another hour and a half to, you're going to have to have it with coffee. And in the morning, and that's when I woke up in the morning, I hit it and it was there. I'm like, yes. Yeah. But that, that was, was fun. And you found water. And that, that day you I found, found a stream or something. Yeah. And then um, you get to the top and there's log old logging road up on top. So it's kind of flat and cleared up there because you could tell where when they had the equipment in here, it left tracks. Right. So you have swaths that are level enough to drive on and kind of cleared still from where they, they kind of ran equipment through it. So you already have some openings. So would be fine for wildlife or uh, foliage and whatever um, else you can... Yeah, so there's, there is... Uh, really diverse wildlife, um, plant life out here. Um, just in the first few minutes, uh, the yellow stuff back there ahead of us is, yep. um, that is uh, ragwort, um, hmm. lots of ferns. Um, we found a sensitive fern, so we have to be careful about how Very we talk sensitive. about that fern, but it's a sensitive fern. Um, there's wild comfrey, which is really exciting to have. This is what, um, yeah, this is a very sensitive, sensitive property. So be very careful when you come here. If you get invited here, you need to be very careful about what you're saying because there's sensitive sensitive ferns everywhere. They yeah. they they wear a sign around their neck with their pronoun though, they so do, we're good. And yeah. Yeah, they kind of um, they'll they'll get on social media. Uh oh, and something happened. Hang on. Something went wrong. Yeah, that's what happened probably. You said you're done. Did nope. it get too hot in the sun? No, it's okay. 
what happened? I don't know. It stopped. So we'll just keep recording on a regular video. Yeah, it's supposed to do a... We started talking about pronouns and the phone just shut us off. Yep. Tim's got his toilet paper already. Yeah, I do. Go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. I haven't paper? showed her the toilet paper yet. Yeah, so Tim found all natural toilet paper, also known as mullein leaves. It feels like velvet. Velvet, velvet. yeah. So if he gets yeah. a rash on his ass, then you guys. Oh, no, they use it. No, no. Yeah, it's, it's one of those. Do you need that, me to put your, your butt cream on for you, Tim? Later. Okay. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not getting any money for this stream. Like, it's, yeah. I, uh, we'll, we'll do that in the private members only group. Oh, so, okay. Yep, okay. fair enough. Uh, make sure not to invite me to that. Fair enough. I don't want to get you in trouble. So, yeah. What else? You've seen one, so, you've seen them all. That's, yeah. that's true. That's true. One ass I have like seen, the I've seen a lot of ass in my day. <laughs> uh, we got mostly poplar and elm trees out here are the hardwoods. Mm -hmm. um, it looks like it was logged. I'm kind of thinking at this point five to seven years ago okay the way these trees look that are down we've got a lot of wood to harvest and put to work lots, it's going to be good lots eh? of wood yeah it's not a problem at all it's just a resource you um, mentioned building a bridge yeah with some of the wood? yeah i think uh because the, the gully is kind of a more than a hindrance really but i think with the trees that are already down we can build something heavy enough or heavy duty enough to to Accommodate a four-wheeler or side-by-side -side or something like that and save us a little bit of the... Up and down all the, the time? Up and down, yeah. That's um, hard on the gear and hard on the body and hard on yeah, everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I'm thinking, too, like pulleys and zip lines and... Oh! Uh, <laughs> I never thought of that. To move stuff, really, to move, like, equipment and stuff. I think yeah. I'm gonna, I mean, probably in the next week, we noticed on the property down there that somebody ran um, mason t or mason line, uh, yeah. chalk line, from post to post, and I think that's next. I'll come out and just spend time cutting path from the front to the back, mm -hmm. from here, you know, access paths to make it easier to just move around that's and really then go ahead and string line to line. That, that'll so be when it. people want to come out and work. Just be inside the orange line. Yep, that's, that's actually a this really good idea. This is what we idea. need to do, and you need to be inside this. I mean, obviously, we won't cut the front, put it across the front, right? But yeah. put it across the back, and then sure. nobody can say, "Well, I didn't know where the property line was." That is very it, true. It's brilliant and uh, simple. Yeah, it's simple, uh, easy to communicate. And I too, like when I do clearing jobs, I either have, like you set up, a very specific zone, or if that's a little hard to do. I will pick one species at a time to remove. So it's like, I know I'm coming here, I'm getting all the honeysuckle. That's all I'm going to worry about today. Honeysuckle, oh. honeyssuckle. And it saves, to me, it saves a lot of frustration because clearing work can be really hard and really um, demoralizing. Tedious when you look around and, and you go, oh my God, I just spent eight hours and didn't do anything. Yeah. Because you weren't focused. Yeah. And you walk, you're out here and you look back in, you're like, what did I do today? And if you do one species at a time, you're less likely to start removing stuff accidentally. Oh. If you get your head down, you're like, cut, 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 and then you're like, oh, maybe I didn't want you to. You should have left that one. So, okay. Yeah, That's actually so a good little tip. Yeah. Um, it's like he knows what he's talking about. I know. He's a pretty smart dude. I have my moments. What would happen if somebody wanted to have you come and do this for them? How would, how would they get a hold of you? That's what I was wondering. Oh. Yeah, so it's Strong Roots Resources. And who are you? My name's Carrie Brown. Okay. And I help people evaluate Just some random property. guy running, <laughs> walking down we the We were road. coming down here, and we seen this dude, and we're like, Yeah, okay. he looks like he knows stuff about trees. Let's Go ask him. him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> he was looking at the plants a, in the ditch. Yeah, we said, hey, we got some place for you to look at. Yeah, he's got a Jeep, and he knows plants. So yeah. he's either an old hippie or he, yeah, yeah, so. Yep. Yep, Strong Roots Resources is the business I built to help people evaluate their property and then plan it out for food production and um, resilient living. Nice. To kind, of, to kind of put a wide descriptor on it. Um, and so I'll do stuff with raw property. I help people design stuff in little urban and suburban backyards. It really doesn't matter what size. Um, so this will be the third raw land property that I've helped nice. with. So this is, this is not brand new. Um, and it's also one of the more, uh, I should say, forgiving layouts. Okay. Um, the first one I did was on, literally on like the side of a sheer mountain Ooh. facing north. And he's like, what can I do here? And I was like, grow mushrooms. That's about it. Really? It's cold, had a lot of prevailing wind, um, always dark. 
So, yeah. Um, it's it's a really versatile land. I mean, I've only scratched the surface of cataloging what's here. Sure. Um, we threw some tags. We found uh, one I'm pretty sure is either a wild blueberry or maybe a huckleberry. Okay. Uh, I have to get get into my books to, to tell the difference, but definitely a wild edible berry. Um, lots of medicinal stuff. There's going to be all kinds of cool wildflowers. You're going to see something every every two or three weeks, something else blooming that in the is wildflower cool. department. Um, uh, we saw a deer sign. We found a bone. Yeah. Some kind of what looked like a leg bone. Um, uh, deer scat tracks. Maybe dog tracks. Maybe or dog coyote tracks. tracks, but definitely some kind of canine tracks. There's some really cool uh, LGD puppies that live down the road that come yep. and visit. We have visitor puppies. They're real sweet. They're really sweet. Um, I've brushed two ticks off. So Plenty I'll, of ticks. Are I'm sure I'll have some. I have. After yeah. you help him with his butt cream, I'm going to need help with tick identification. All right. Okay, cool. You know, whoever's yeah, game. Yeah, I mean, it's like, this is this is kind of what I call second growth. Um, kind of. Uh, Which the, is like after they've gone in and cut? Yeah, so the, the smaller stuff is has already died back, so the, the uh, like the, the, the brambles and whatnot, they're they're kind of in their own little zone now because yep. most of the, the overstory is high enough now. Um, and as we get onto some of these tiers where there's sort of like some clearings, and we know uh, you know a few more trees will inevitably have to come down for sure. some projects. As we open up a little more canopy, I'm going to find places to plug in whatever. Like we're going to pick species to grow that are going to be regionally adapted and um, that basically like we can plant them and be like, and they should do okay since there's not going to be somebody here 24 7 10 yeah that's what i was wondering is so is this something looking at this so if you don't know you're watching the guy's channel but if you stumbled upon it he's from canada <coughs> way up above north. the border yeah he's only allowed to be here just shy of six months yep so it kind of has to be set up to be hands off like i said it and forget it is that something to where you know say 10 years, 15 years from now, he's up in Canada and World War 18 kicks off. Mm -hmm. And he says, well, f screw it. I'm going to go somewhere where it's warmer. Is that something where he'd come here and you'd have a head start or even pretty uh, well-established food forest to yeah. where he's yeah. going to be able to forage for things that we did now? Sure, sure. And even propagate off of what was already established. Hmm. So, yeah, there's, there's a number of tricks. Um, uh, one number one thing when it comes to planting trees is just do really good site prep. So we'll want to mulch stuff really well to help retain water in the soil. Picking the appropriate site, being extra discerning about that is going to be critical. Okay. And then uh, in terms of, because we know we have deer and deer are going to browse anything tasty. And normally deer know when you spent money and that's the tree they go eat. <laughs> so there's a number of, uh, we can kind of... Um, take nature nature's yeah. techniques and put them to work so we can pile um spiny brambly things around young tender trees sure and protect them from some of the browse uh, and you know we'll look for where we can do like bulk plantings on maybe maybe they're smaller trees but they're less expensive and we'll plant a lot with the hopes that some survive some. okay um so it's gonna yeah we're gonna gonna take like the gorilla planting nice type where we're just sort of plugging stuff in and uh and yeah like a, a lot of the research i'll end up doing for you tim is what's going to be not just this tree but what version of this tree is going to be happiest in this sandy soil hmm. with these weather extremes with this kind of canopy like that's where without research us needing to do anything yeah. or very little yeah. you know yeah we know the hardwoods are happy here we found i, I think we found a pecan yeah um, so that was exciting I don't see any reason why uh, pawpaws wouldn't do well here. Okay. Um, they're a native. They're kind of like, it's almost like a tropical type fruit. Um, they're really good. Um, things like uh, all, all the berries, all the brambles would do fine. Um, cherries do really well. Uh, probably would even have some luck with uh, any of the stone fruits, so peaches and plums. Really? Yeah. I see, I forget. I know oh, it's what some, apples do here. Is it too far south for apples? Like, we were big, we huge apple in Minnesota. Because yeah. that's what I always think, too, right? Um, uh, wine sap is one variety that's a little happier down here. Um, it wouldn't be 
bad to try a few, but um, they're just so they're so disease prone. And normally, there's a lot of diseases that apples get. Cedar apple rust is the one that's most common around here. We don't have very many cedars, so there is that is kind of a good thing. We did that. find at least one up there, right? Yeah, a couple. There's a couple, a couple yep. up there, and some small ones down around the edge here. But, okay. Uh, it's kind of one of those like if we came across some really cheap or free apple trees. Sure, why, why not? not? Okay. <laughs> um, would I go suggest you spend a hundred dollars? No, no, not even that on apple trees. We'll, we'll stick with what's going to work. Some seventy-five percent off Costco specials that might not be zoned right, and you get it like twenty for twenty bucks, yeah. and you just go toss them out, and if they all die, you, you, you know, spend twenty world. bucks. Exactly. Yeah, if you've saved them from the dumpster, you know they'll put their trees on sale. Some right now, and then they'll do it again in the fall. Okay. That's the time. Yeah. Like I would hundred percent like get a bunch of trees on discount come out here and plan on one weekend and just be like it is what it is here's your bill and you know yep they're in uh, another tree uh, planting technique that is especially useful when we've got slope like this is to kind of cut this crescent right above so you've got your your hole for your tree and we kind of cut this crescent in the ground that's about six or eight inches deep just uphill of it and it's sometimes I call it like a mulch pit and it's just a little catchment for as the rainwater comes down it just catches a little bit more water and infiltrates it um, and I've done that quite Almost a bit. like a swale. Like a mini, a mini swale, swale or something. for a tree. Yeah. The miniest of mini swales, yep. So it just, basically what it does is it leaves moist soil yep. uphill of the plant so and then it down leaches down. down. Okay. Yep, right there. So sense. it gets triple watered for every rain. Exactly. Exactly. So that's, and that's worth doing um, for, for any tree or shrub, especially, especially on a hillside. <clears throat> So where are we, what are we going to start with here? Because, the, the well, Brian, I'm sure, you're going to be in and out at different times, aren't you? Yep. And you just like to come over and, yeah. well, you know what? T tell a little story about setting up your uh, preparedness plan for coming in here the other day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Corey and I came. There's no, like I said, there's no cell signal for Verizon at this site. So if you want to get off your phone and you have Verizon, head here. But uh, I was getting ready to leave, and we only have one vehicle. Um, our site is about 20 minutes from here and without any cell signal, if I fall or the truck won't start or chainsaw, chainsaw, if I'm using a chainsaw and the chain breaks and rips my arm up or I cut myself or anything, there's nobody really to talk to and there's no one to come and get me. Right. Because I don't have another vehicle. Right. And so I was getting ready to leave to come out here by myself. And I stopped and I said, hey, Corey, you got like 20 minutes? So he was working. And she's like, no, but maybe after work. I, I sent Tim a message like, hey, I was going to go out today. But I just realized I should probably have a plan in place. Good call. And um, so we figured out that we have Tim's number, who knows some contacts close. Um, our person, our landowner that we're staying with is super nice and I'm sure he would give us a ride 20 minutes if, if Corey called him in emergency. So I gave her their contact information. And then every time I come out here, it's what time do you expect to be home? What time will you be home probably by if yep. something goes sideways, flat tire, you get hung up doing something. And then it's normally going to be dark. If you right. don't see me by dark, start looking for me. That makes sense. And yeah, then absolutely. we also made uh, a plan of if the truck has a flat tire or doesn't start, where are you going? Mm -hmm. And oh. I said, I'm walking to the end of the easement, and I'm going to go right towards the highway, and I will go until I find a house that I can use their phone or a gas station or something. Yep. So look that direction. So this was all stuff that we needed to communicate ahead of time that we didn't even think about. We did that naturally when we were at home, but we were in one spot. Right. We knew if shit hit the fan and one of us wasn't home that we were coming home. Right. And it made sense. And if we weren't home, we knew the signs that we set up for ourselves to where we went. Either we went to our cabin or we went to a neighbor's property, but we knew how to communicate that to each other without saying it. Sure. Well, now that we're traveling and we don't have a second vehicle, it was, well, what happens if you don't show up? Now, I know Corey's smart enough to figure out where I am or what happened, but are we going to be on the same page? And am I going to be walking one direction and she's going to be up on the property looking for me? Scared to death, wondering where you are. And yep, panic, right? So, so. now we know. Now we know. And I know if I'm stuck here, 
and I'm laying there with a broken leg, all I have to do is make it till maybe a couple hours after dark and there'll be someone here that I'm going to be able to yell to because she's going to get a ride here. Right. Or she's going to call you yep. and you're going to send somebody over. Absolutely. And we know you can yell from the top of this. Yep. And I can listen or look for lights and then know if somebody, if I make it till dark, someone's going to be coming and yep. all, that's all I got to do is make it till that long. Yep. And that's good. That, And it's funny because when you told me that, I wasn't thinking about that because it's just something you do sometimes. You hop in a vehicle, you go and you don't think about it. But, right. But this is, yeah, it's important. <laughs> Very important. Corey said no no big tools if I'm here by myself. She's yep. coming. If I if I got chainsaw out, she's going to be here. That's a good um, rule of thumb. Yeah. The only thing I worry about is falling and twist, twisting an ankle or busting an ankle haphazardly halfway up this hill. Right. I mean, I'll, I'll make it down. I've, I mean, you might have to crawl or you might, <laughs> might have to crawl yeah. or whatever, but I'll make it down. That's the biggest concern. I mean, but mechanical issues, uh, chains break, man. I don't yeah. care how safe you are. Shit happens. And being out by yourself is not when you want shit to happen. People were putting in my group, um, you got a tourniquet. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I have one in that bag I was carrying. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like I had a first aid kit and everything in that bag just because I knew we were all going to be out here. And, you know, I didn't know exactly what the lay of the land was going to be like. Or, well, the first know, time snake. I went exploring, that was, that was okay. This was going to be the first time I was, I didn't know what the hell was up there. Yeah. Right. We didn't even really we know. It, we made it as far as this edge here and with the dogs and we didn't lose sight. And then Corey sat and I walked right. in as a little bit until I hit something that mm-hmm. was gonna scratch me up or I just, yeah, we, uh, and I was like, well, I'm gonna come back anyway. So didn't even go farther than that. So I didn't know if I was gonna be walking across logs or, I mean, there were plenty of spots that you could have fallen and busted an ankle real quick. Oh yeah. And so it was. And it's not even that bad, but it's easy you could, yeah, yeah. Double think about every step you take when you're by yourself. Like be extra cautious. Take your time. Take your time. Mm. Yeah. Look where you're putting your feet. Yeah. Don't jump, step, yeah. you know? Don't just stuff your hands somewhere you can't see. Or stick your head in a two foot hole where the water's coming out I mean, of. we've been tinkering yeah. around with that for a minute, so I was okay with it. But yeah, because I, yeah, I was kind of like doing like the snake pass around with my machetes, you know? Yeah. So I think yes, like what kind of what's our first our first like action out here? Yeah, it's gonna be to get trails put in. Yep. Access, just act, just human size access, and as we kind of widen that out, uh, you know, maybe it becomes okay. We can pull an ATV with a little utility trailer back here, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Um, and the early work is going to be by hand with chainsaws. So that's kind of I try to suggest to people like. Don't go in bulldozer first if you can help it. Like, <laughs> That's it's easy what, yeah. to make a very expensive mistake, mistake very, very quickly with one of those. A chainsaw, not too bad. You know, wrong spot, cut it up, push it aside, try somewhere different. Um, so, yeah, so we make some trails. Um, you know, I like to be on property many times over before I'd suggest anything super permanent. But so far, like, your ideas about kind of the you know, cabin one here, like bunk, bunk here, bunk yep. there. I don't see why not. I think I always suggest like find, find your path, find the path that you want to walk, that your feet want to walk when you come out here. Then let's build off of that. And it makes sense. Um, because we uh, humans, like pretty much on their own, we'll find the contour of the land and we'll find the easier way to get around. Or just look where the deer go. Or you follow what the deer have already done for you. Because yeah. you're not even, even if you're not doing it intentionally, you're doing it subconsciously, right? Because you're gonna, if you see two, if you get two two sides of a tree to go by, you're gonna go by the one with the brush or the one that has an opening, right? That's the least resistance. Yeah. Yep. Do you ever hear them say that uh, traditionally somebody either has a, a left or a right lean? So overall, if you walk through the woods long enough, you're going to go to the left more often uh, beside a tree or to the right. Yeah. No matter how much you do, so you have to try to be intentional about it. But. Yeah. So we're going to, cause, because our, our plan is, you know, Brian will be in here picking when he has time and wants to, but we're looking at putting together some sort of event or like a two-day work weekend or something before self-reliance in October, right? Mm-hmm. So what does that look like to you? I mean, just spitballing because we haven't decided anything, so don't take this as the gospel. But yeah, um, I would like about ten people who are good-natured, who are patient. <laughs> well, I won't be here who then. Take instruction well, <laughs> and uh, um, even better if you're comfortable running chainsaws, and you know you know how to 
look over. I mean, even if I'm not saying we have to necessarily oh, yeah. tell the truth at this point, there's enough cutting to do just on the stuff that's already on. Oh, the we got we got years of cutting yeah. on the ground so, already. <laughs> you know, ten folks who want to come, you know, kind of learn about studying the land, understanding the contours, finding water. These different, you know, these kind of different like uh, what do they call it, like bushcraft type skills. Yeah, I can teach a little bit on that, and and yeah, we just get we just get some more access opened up. I think there's plenty of opportunity too to, if people are coming in for SRF, to have people that are going from that. Or, I mean, if you really want to rough it and tent it, I mean, there's no power, there's no water, there's no cell signal if you're on Verizon. Sounds like a pretty nice couple of days to me stuck out in the woods by myself. Yeah. yeah. It's 41 miles from Camden and it's a straight run and it's wide, wide roads with wide shoulders. Uh, you go through a couple of towns. You're about 10 miles from a grocery store, but it feels like we're in the middle of the woods. Yeah. So if you feel if you feel like you want to sleep in a hotel room bed or you got a room booked for SRF and you you extend it, it's not a problem to stay in Camden and commute down here for a couple work days. Right. But there is an opportunity to do some uh, really backwoods camping, not far from amenities. Absolutely. Yeah. Even if you were running, if you're wanting to test a new backpack. Yep. You know, you could, you can get you some, you get your heart rate up, depending on where you want to camp, depending on how you go about it. You can carry that pack and walk a little bit. And we are totally open to the idea of people coming down here and beautifying or improving the land a little bit for some few days to stay here. Like we, this is what we want to do. We want it to be an asset to the community for you to come and teach at and for you to create content on and for us to come down and hang out sometimes. Foot Create foot con sure whatever yeah I mean if you want to walk around barefoot I I'd watch out for the you say copperheads is that what it was yeah, I'm sure there's copperheads yeah there. I know I see that she's over there she's got her shoes off over yeah. the poison ivy so we know that's here yes and we the ticks have found us mm -hmm. yeah. ticks and poison ivy so so do you, not for the if you're gonna show up don't be worried about there's gonna be there's pokies there's stuff that what is it uh, everything here is trying to kill you or hurt you it's not quite it's not quite like Australia but it's close yeah. So what do you think the uh, chances are of uh, at least having access and a pad ready to build on for next year at least? What kind of pad do you want to put down? I don't, the, the, the least possible. You just want to put a little, I, I want a cottage, like pillars, I want a cabin. Pillars you, sitting on, so it's I just a so. cleared area. What would area? you say, Carrie? What would you, you're, you're the local expert. Yeah, um, uh, to answer your question, yes. I think a year is plenty of time to get to get a foundation set. Um, you know, I've never really done a lot in the way of pillars. Okay. Um, when we, when we did our cabin, we just used, um, recycled asphalt and gravel. So we excavated a little bit cause we were on a hill Okay. and then used asphalt chunks to build the backside, um, of the foundation and then backfilled with smaller chunks and then a little bit of gravel. Saved a ton of money that way. Um, but up here we probably will have to do pillars um just because there's not there isn't going to be getting a dump truck up there right right so we're going to have to heft some concrete um i wonder spitballing this out here have you ever played with the uh, spray foam or the the expanding foam the for that yeah or i have dug into that a little bit okay because yeah. there's a couple of different things so first off i've put a lot of pillars in the ground for very heavy fences with it's a one bag is the equivalent of a 50 pound bag of cement except it weighs a pound and you mix it up and the whole thing expands to about twice the size of a five gallon bucket uh costs like ten dollars a bag and i could haul 20 of them no i could haul 40 of them in a backpack up the hill you know each one equals a bag of cement so i did we did our entire fence that way so that may be an option for us but as far as the foam crete uh scrambling brian norton is pretty stoked about coming down here and doing something with that as well. I don't know how, what, when, or why, but if anybody's interested in, so basically, if you don't know, styrocrete is basically Portland cement powder, and the aggregate's been replaced with finely shredded concrete. No, uh, styrofoam. Styrofoam. The Thank beads. You. The beads, when you, when you yes. Get, when you get a package okay. and you bust that styrofoam off and you get those little the tiny stuff beads. Stuff that sticks to your arms. Yep, the and, little yep. static cling beads. That's the size it gets down to, and that turns in, instead of putting rock in your cement, you put that in it. 
and it's it light it as a feather. Yeah. It, it's the, awesome. the weight of the rock is gone. It has the structural, it doesn't have quite the structural integrity as rock, but it works. It works. Yeah, if you're not sure. parking a truck on it or you're, well, right. yeah. If you're just making a structure that you want to be solid and um, insulated and waterproof, because then you can, you can seal it outside with like a kills yep. if you wanted. You can do, a, you can do all sorts of stuff with it. Might build a storage shed out of it. Yeah. And I think we need to, I need, we need a guy with a mill. Right, we've got to find somebody with a mill. Mill these trees right here on, I mean, it would be silly not to. Is it the type of thing that we, like you barter with a guy for? Where you're like, hey, you come in and you get half the trees and we get half the trees? Yeah, or that's, okay, that's an option. I, I know a couple of guys. I know a guy um, in Paris who has a mill. Yeah. Actually, he, he was at Self-Reliance Festival. Mm, okay. We took uh, four days, no, two days of uh, training at Tactical Response together. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, but that, that's a little ways away, but he may be worth something worth looking at. Yeah. Because you could get a mill in here, sure. could you? Even though that you go up and down and it's been a long time since I went over a hill that you couldn't see down over the other side when you get up there, you're like, you get that pucker feeling down, yeah, you, you know? Yeah, the old shit handle. Yeah, you're like, yeah. okay, we're up, yeah. up, 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 up. It's like the top of the roller coaster. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So we, yeah, I never thought about a mill, but a mill would be very, very advantageous, wouldn't it? Yeah. So it'd be the idea where he, they, you know, we'd, we'd have to get the logs to him though, wouldn't we? Mm -hmm. We could do that. What would we use for that? Drag them. Drag them, skid them out. Yeah. Roll them. With a, put them, you know, put rollers beneath them or use logs okay. as rollers beneath them. With a quad? Or a uh, couple guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're a big dude. I am a big dude. You got a big counter. I know. Hey, yeah. dude, I'm I'm game for anything. You can yeah. you could make up total shit here, and I'd believe you because you know. But, <laughs> no, but actually, seriously, we're gonna yeah. do like the do like the Egyptians and get water and sand, and we're just sense. gonna move them. Sure. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. <laughs> just like the big blocks for the pyramids. So we're we're gonna we're gonna start with trails up the outside. Mm -hmm. Up the so the the south and north property lines probably up the center line as well where the because well, we makes sense yeah like a nice a nice easy path to walk so like right. I think if we went straight up the middle you're gonna hit some shit you're not sure. gonna want but yeah generally up that kind of so you got two plots next to each other so it's nicely staked out to where yeah. you know the corners in the middle so if you start at the middle stake at the bottom and you work your way up and take a natural path up and you end up close to the stake in the middle at the top you know where you went right up the middle right. And then, yeah, start getting yourself access. Is that something you need to mark, or will it be pretty friggin' obvious once we get it I think cut? You start cutting it. Yeah. And I think once it's, yeah. I mean, once the, we've the walked nice it a few part times. is it's going to be when you know to look for it, it's going to be obvious. But if you don't, it won't. If you're be. driving by, it's just going to look like an opening between two trees. Right. But if if you go, hey, you go down to the property, you park by the pole. Yep. And the trail is to your left, and you're going to look, and you're going to go, okay, that's the trail. But if you're not, if you don't know to look for it, you're never going to see it. That's yep. a great idea. And then the next person that, that stops by takes takes their little, you know, little hand trimmer or whatever up the trail and walks walks the trail and just knocks the shit down and keeps it that semi makes, semi makes good sense. Yep. Because we kind of figure we're going to have a spot just in here somewhere for a composting toilet, just somewhere far enough along off the road. I think it'll be um, at the bottom of the hill, so you're not playing with your water or yeah, anything. We not run anything down into the into the water. But uh, that's the first thing for um, we're gonna hip have an, camp. Yeah. Okay. Is a composting toilet, and it's also very nice when you got people coming out to work. Well, if we're gonna have an event here, we got to at least have somewhere have somebody some place can for sit people and, to, yeah, yeah. You know, take a load off. <laughs> even if we have to put up like a, a tarp or uh, one of them. You ever see them? Yeah. They're almost like a luggable loo. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody can sit on a toilet on the I side of the road. Out, yeah, 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 yeah. Might might start with something like that. Yeah. That would get us going, you know. And well, I'll find the cheapest. I'll find the cheapest, smallest model plans for a, a little wooden outhouse for you. Sure. That you yeah. can slide a bucket underneath. That's a great idea. And pop one up. Yep. And all. And then re make it repeatable. Maybe we put one on the top. Maybe That's we put true. one on the bottom. Yeah. But if you're doing composting with a bucket or a drum, like I know Brian, you mentioned scrambling. Yep. On his hip camp out there, he had it to where. He put it on enough of a slope and had enough of a step up that he used a 55 gallon drum. And then when it was full, mm -hmm. he had the sealable ring, mm -hmm. set it, set and put it on a dolly, wheeled it out, put another drum in and let that sit for a year. Cool. Just sealed. With the lid on it? With the lid on it. And then after a year, everything's 
broken down enough that even you totally could enclosed. Dump it yeah. into a it's aerobic. Yeah. Yeah, aerobic. Yeah. Aerobe, anaerobic? Anaerobic. Yeah. Uh, decomposition. It kills all the bacteria and everything, and That's then it goes right really into your idea. compost pile. But 55 gallons of shit. For as much as we're gonna, this property is gonna be in use is a while. It's probably gonna decompose before we fill it. Well, that's the part. Yeah. That it takes so much longer. You know, you put a bucket of uh, of pine chips there. Yep. And a little note that says, "You bake a deposit. Just throw a scoop on top." And by the time the next person shows up, three or four weeks later, that's all. That's all gone already. So with Hip Camp, if you supply that, do you also have to have toilet paper there? Do you know? Or do, do you have to tell people to bring their own? Or people? I, I think you just put it in the listing. There is no okay. requirement. Um, I know a lot of the places we've stayed uh, will put like um, a bottle of hand sanitizer in there. Yep. Um, and maybe a couple, freezing, maybe a little uh, dry bag of toilet paper. And okay. If it, I mean, I've seen places where it was gone, they didn't have any. I mean, if you're going camping, you kind of bring that stuff with you, you'd hope. If I'm going driving, I bring that with me, so, yeah. Well, if, you're, a, if you just get yeah. out of bed, you have some clothes, right? I do, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> because otherwise we have the accents we've discussed before, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an, getting older thing. You yeah. younger guys don't worry about it. No, 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 no. For but, a while. Yeah, but when you get older, there's just, yeah, you, you don't, you re, yeah, you have to plan ahead. And even, you know, the best plans of mice and men, yeah, yeah, you still end up with uh, an accident once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you got to sneeze. So hopefully we'll have at least a bathroom here. And then, so yeah, we need at least 10 good, mm-hmm. I wanted to say 10 good men, but are we even allowed to say that anymore? So I don't know, 10, 10 able-bodied ab- citizens. Able-bodied well, individuals. Well, we can't even say citizens. Cause... No, I'm not a citizen, so. <laughs> but anyway, we won't go there, but yeah. So yeah, so we're gonna do that. We're gonna get trails and then we're gonna be down here and put a couple of days in and mm-hmm. you'll do some teaching. I know uh, Chuck Peoples offered to come down. He could, he'll be on hand for medical, but he'll also be able to do some training as well right and work. Yeah. And, uh, I know Thesis. It'd be a fantastic class to just say, Hey Chuck, you came to this property now. What would you bring here? Right. Yeah. That is a great idea. What yeah. would you, what would you suggest if somebody bought 10 acres of property similar to this and they wanted to go out and work, what would you bring? Right. Because we could, we'll put a tool man, Tim rural property emergency kit. Yeah. It's yeah, a great idea. Yeah. See, yeah. Huh. we'll put a fire. We can, we can find a spot for a fire pit in there. Right? Oh, sure. Plenty yeah. Of, plenty enough, uh, you know, cleared space to everybody bring a folding and chair and water. Water. We, we got a way to access and, and kind of fill some, from some safety waters. And yeah. that's always yeah. nice to have just in case. Yeah. We'll make sure we have lots of water to drink and bring a cup, two, three, five I'll gallons of fire. Oh, sure. That I don't want to yeah. pour my drinking water on the fire, but if I can, have capture some in a tote. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we got to figure out a way to capture some water too, yep. don't we? I think we can easily fill a tote with a little bit of, little bit of two-inch pipe. Some redneck engine. engineering. Yes. That's awesome. That is so exciting. I can't, like I said, I know this is, it, it's pretty cool to hop in a car and drive three days to come down and hang out with some buddies in the woods. I, I got to say, it's pretty fucking awesome. But it's, yeah, it's the weirdest thing in the world. I'm excited to hang out. So I kind of told Tim, but... We rented our spot through the middle of November. Right. And we're like 20 minutes from here. We're not necessarily going to stay till the no- middle of November, but we have the ability to come down here and kind of be eyes on the ground for him if he wants something delivered or changed, um, do work here and there. I'm excited for you to leave. <laughs> what and, an asshole. And I know. see. When I come back. When you come back. Oh, yeah. And walk around with you and say, hey, Tim, what do you think? Yeah, I'm excited That's what that. I'm excited I know. for. Because you're too. coming for seven weeks next time. Yes, I am. I'm fucking excited about and that, too. And if you can see what I could get done or if Carrie stops by or somebody wants to come and work and mm-hmm. we've got two or three guys, I want you to see the progress that was made over just, you know, knit, picking at it a little bit. And then you're going to be here for a concentrated time with a focus on... Not necessarily just working on this because you got other events to go do, but the time you're here is going to be here to work on yeah. your stuff. Yep. Like here, we're just kind of scoping it out. But when you get to focusing on a goal, um, yeah, it, it gets it gets exciting. I'm excited. Absolutely. I can't wait. So we haven't really talked utilities much. We have power running through here. Haven't we? Right. We're excited. Yeah, we would. So yeah. What do you want to do? Well, I, I mean, I would be happy with solar and whatever, but. Uh, <laughs> The other half, my, my better half, definitely wants grid, grid tie. Yeah, so we'll we'll definitely have some solar to back it up, of course. But, I mean, if it's here, I think we're foolish probably not to hook into it at some point. 
because it, you know, it, all the work's done. The big, the big cost is done. So, I mean, what would we need to get to the, to get to the place where we want? How many poles would we need up there? A yeah, couple, maybe. That's a job for a rolling measuring tape. Right. Do but they what run it, underground here, or do you go must off be poles? above ground? Wouldn't um, it be, it's probably mostly above ground, but I mean, I'm, so if like you've hired a contractor to do it, I'm sure you like can get so it done underground. I suppose. I yeah. Mean, it would be nice with that I know why. cover and the way the storms can be to not have your lines ripped down. Also, it depends. So it depends on the utility around here, but. It's important to find out, so let's say where your camera stand is, if that yep. was your pole, your first pole, and then we're going up the ridge, is the response, do you have responsibility between that pole and the structure? Or are they to or the first? Do they? Yeah, okay. Because it's everyone's difference. So right. You have to find out, yep. Because it's, I don't know, what is it, 500 feet between poles or something? I mean, that's a long... And, yeah. and the property's only, what, 700 from front? No, 2,000, what is it? 1,200. 1,200. So, okay. So even one or two poles at the most to get up to where we want to be. Because I don't think the, I don't think the, uh, the outbuildings or the bunkhouses. Oh, no, I will... think if you, if you had your main, your comfortable cabin. Yep. And then the rest being off. Yeah. Because yeah. you could, you could easily set them up with three or four 200 watt panels on the roof you know, or whatever, right? Or not anything or a at all. Can, a candle and a wood stove. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I would keep those bunkhouses real simple. Because Primitive. You yeah. come out to a place like this, people are going to yeah, be happy to be in the dry. That's true, right. yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge, so. A bed, yeah. a dry roof, and a candle, and maybe some heat if it's, in, you know, because I think it'd be gorgeous here in November. Oh, yeah. and my, my biggest concern, and maybe it won't be that big of a concern, but I want to make them durable. So like, you know, we're not going to put a wood stove in there with a glass door in it because some oh, kid, no. some yeah. kid goes in there and they're like, you know, some Yahoo running up and down wherever. Cause it happens in, I'm sure it happens anywhere. Right. You got property that's unlooked at, you know, so don't bother locking the doors, leave it open so people can come and go, but just make it so people aren't going to destroy it. You know? And it is nice. You have somebody at the end of the road here. Yep. You have somebody at this end. You got a full time on the on the easement in. Yep. You got a full time on the end of the easement, and it's obvious people are building here. Right. I mean, there's cut-in driveways. There's building supplies up at a, another property here. So somebody who posted their property there. There's people yeah. around, and that's nice. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. I I think it. It looks like it's got the potential to be a kind of a cool little area down here at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm stoked. I would be. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I got eyes on it before you did, and I got excited for you. Well, I really did. I mean, it was like walking around. And you had kind of told me, I asked you before I walked it, what your plans were. And your right. plan was kind of a, a center bunkhouse and kind of a wheel and spoke. Yeah, exactly. And as I walked around here by myself that day... I would stop at a clearing and I'm like, oh, this is big enough for a main cabin, even if you wanted it 30 by 30. Right. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I'd walk a little further and I was like, wait, I just walked down a little path to this other clearing where it'd be a great spot for a bunkhouse. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then there's another path almost already cleared. Like Carrie was saying, naturally, just you just naturally walk through there. The deer have walked through there. The game have walked through there. Mm -hmm. And it just makes sense. And they're all at slightly different elevations. It's really cool. And then you got the one on the point. Yeah. At the very top that overlooks all the gullies, that overlooks all the stuff. And Yeah. And I think even the nearest cabin site we were discussing, I don't think you're really going to be able to see it from the road. No, I don't think Maybe so. Maybe down of winter. Maybe. When everything drops. But yeah, this time of year, it's going to be, you know. <laughs> You'd probably be five feet from it. Not see yeah. it well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't even tell there's, yeah, it's right. We're right here and it's well overgrown. I, even with the deadfall it's going to be tough to see anything isn't it yeah well boys what do you think it's kind of hot here isn't it it's nice yeah i got a, a nasty old sunburn on the top of my forehead yesterday so <laughs> because i haven't seen uv in uh oh, i don't know 17 months or something or whatever however long winter lasts in canada i mean to the point where i drove through the worst winter storm of the year on 420 coming down here so and i wasn't high i wasn't sure? so i i don't think maybe, maybe i i might have yeah it might have been that legal canadian weed again right so it's just everywhere you right smoked so, it all before you got across the border and i didn't it made even, you see snow i didn't even have to smoke it i was just driving through clouds <laughs> you'd go through these small towns of hippies and be like oh yeah it's 420 you know so so how do people find you carrie brown strongrootsresources.com is the, the hub for everything that i do and then an occasional 
an occasional uh, guest on the workshop podcast where we talk about Frangie or, or Art, Art Bell, Bell or, or who whatever. the hell knows. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah, anything and everything. We're going to have to do a roundtable some night with a bunch of us. It'll be yep. fun. So have to have a nerdy roundtable. I would like that. So how about you, you hippie-looking son of a bitch? Who are you? I'm Brian. From where? Minnesota? Minnesota. Okay. No, actually New York. Okay, soon to be South Dakota. Soon to be South Dakota resident. Um, I'm Brian from the Lots Project. Um, basically traveling around the country in an RV with my wife and three St. Bernards. Uh, Going to stick around here for a little bit, work on Tim's property, help people figure out uh, if they can use their uh, secondary property or extra space to put in hip camps uh, and make a little side money or do some development and maybe rent them out privately. I just give people ideas and I do that um, across the board, whether it's hip camp property, uh, business ideas, I troubleshoot that. You can go to my website, thelotsproject.com. There's a three, free 30 minute uh, consultation. So poke around if there's something that you think I might be able to help you with, let's just bullshit for a half an hour. And uh, if I can't, we, uh, we got to meet each other and have fun. And if we can, I can help you. We'll set something up and, uh, and go from there. So thelotsproject.com. TheLotsProject.com and StrongRootsResources.com. Yes, I can't remember what I used to call it something wrong every time. I think the first time I posted it when you were the uh, community member spotlight or whatever, I think I put the whole wrong website up there. And then I realized, I don't remember, yeah, I don't know what I called it, but I, I'm good like that. But we got you now. So, all right, folks, thanks for dropping by. And as always, stay happy, stay healthy, and have a great week. So, you know what's cool about this microphone? It, it also records. So this microphone recorded everything we said the whole time. It has built-in audio. Oh, nice. So if we lose the video altogether, I've got, got crystal audio clear guy. audio here too. Nice. I can't believe she put her... You put only your name on it? <laughs> That's dirty. Whose fucking idea was it? I don't know. I don't know what Becky would say if I came home with just some lady's name on the... A gift, that's kind of, she's like, just shut up, Tim.